Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Hi, everybody. It's Cheryl, and I am here with you again talking about relating, dating, and mating here on Solo in the City. You all know I'm your love coach, and that's exactly what I love doing. And if you ever want to reach out to me, you can do so. 844-744-SOLO. That is my love line. Now, as I always do tonight, I go right into my inbox because I always want to answer your questions. So here's the question for tonight, and I think a lot of you might be able to relate to this. Dear Cheryl, I have been on so many first dates in the last year and rarely get a positive response when I ask someone out on a second date. Lately, I was with a woman who told me straight out that I was still hung up on my ex. So far from the truth, and I don't know why she said it, but it made me a little self-conscious. Am I not supposed to talk about my life and my past? How do you build a relationship if you don't share? Signed, Sid. So here's the thing, Sid. Yes, you can build a relationship. And yes, you do want to share your past. But not on the first date. The first date is really to see if there's a connection between you and the other person. Get to know each other's dreams and desires. What are your passions? What are the things that you enjoy doing? What lights you up? That's what you want to hear about on a first date. And especially if there is any negativity from past relationships, you don't want to share that with anybody. And the fact is they wonder about how you start complaining or if you are still feeling negative or if there is still feelings for the other person. You want that first date to grab the other person and say, I like you and I'm interested in you. Do you want to get to know me? That's what that first date is about. So what I can say to you, and for all of you out there, hold back. Don't share too much. That will come in time. Let them get to know you. Let them get to know your heart, your soul, your mind, and then introduce them to the past. Stay in the present on that first date. That's where you're going, present and the future. Now, as far as some dating news... This is really fun. And if you go back, actually, to a couple of weeks ago, I did a show called Love and Money and how it reflected on each other. You can see that it's, it's in the archive. So just go to CherylBesner.com. And uh, I think it was uh, three weeks ago. So Bloomberg did an article lately. And what they were referring to was that your credit rating, your credit score might make or break your love life. Yeah, that's what they were talking about. But here's the interesting thing. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how you strategize, how you manage your money, and the things that you do and how you prioritize paying off things, paying off your debts, and where you choose to put your priorities. So they were talking about the fact that statistically, If you don't repay a loan and your credit score is rocky, well, surveys show that it's kind of like your smart test. You will score low. And some apps out there are actually kind of incorporating this into 
their apps, their dating apps. There was actually a survey from Discover Financial Services and the Match Media Group. And they're a parent of Tinder and other dating sites. And it showed that good credit scores can be very important to who accepts your dates. They surveyed actually 2,000 online daters, and 69% said that was even more important than their looks, their sense of humor. Credit rating means a lot. And I think a lot of that has to do with what we were discussing on that show a couple weeks ago with Lisa McKenzie from Blissonomics. It's not really about the financial level or the financial success. It's how we deal with things. And one of the gentlemen who was on the show that night, David, he was saying, well, you know, women um, judge men by how much money they make. No. Most women want somebody who wants to achieve things and do things with their life. And it's not about the financial number. It's how they balance it out within their lives. So... They put out a few percentages of uh, the respondents to this survey, and I just want to give you some. Um, the financial responsibility is very important to a high percentages of online daters, though it features in the profile or share it early in a relationship. They say good credit scores show this is more attractive than a nice car. Fifty-eight percent say it's more attractive than a nice car. It's more an attractive than an impressive job title. Physical fit body, 40% say it is. Suggests trustworthiness, 40% say that's why it's important to them. And also high intelligence. So again, there are so many reasons to make sure you have a good credit rating and well, also just for your own personal benefit. I mean, that's what's going to keep us going in the future. Um, all our credibility, and especially in your dating world. That's where it comes down to your credibility. Now, today on Solo in the City, which is uh, here for you every Saturday night on CJAD and iHeartRadio, there's a special somebody who joins in the background. She's always on Facebook Live, and she's the host of our Facebook Live. Her name is Ramona. You all know her as Ramona. But I also get to know her as my partner in love here because Ramona, well, she's helping solo in the city, Cheryl Besner, grow and coming at you in more ways than just here on the radio. So I invite Ramona to join me, my soulmate here on Solo in the City, to the show for the very first time. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so excited to, to be here with you in, in this way. In, yeah, you know, when, when Ramona and I met, um, and Ramona's a, a single lady, by the way, and I, I know a lot of the gentlemen who watch on Facebook uh, have reached out to her. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, like so many people during their singledom, at different stages in life, we really want to concentrate on different things. And right now, Absolutely. we're concentrating on spreading the love. Absolutely. To... I'm your love bug. <laughs> <laughs> That's love right. Bug we we call her hashpa, hashtag love bug. Yeah. yeah. Here to spread love just with you. You know, so you, I mean, you're so, so inspiring um, well, to, thank you. to work with. And I've learned so much from you in the last, uh, last month. So I'm uh, very happy to be here. Um, 
So Ramona and I kind of were introduced through a common friend who loved us both enough to make a match. And, um, and match here we maker. are, our matchmaker, <laughs> François Lausan, actually. I'm going to call him out there on this. And um, he did make the perfect match. He did. I he did. So. He made yes. a perfect match for us. And it's so much fun for me because together we are creating this love and and this product to bring out to people Absolutely. and a platform to share what we're all feeling yes. and what we all experience and how we experience it differently and how we feel love. And uh, we're creating beautiful music together. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so many different types of music too, right? So that, are, that, that inspires me personally. Um, but I mean... I do have a little bit to do with the, with the music that we play on the show. I, I try to choose them every week, um, but I also do appreciate classical music because um, I just think that uh, different types of music, different styles, um, just you know, bring different uh, emotions out of us, right? Yeah, they do bring different emotions, and and that's one of the things that we're going to be discussing today. And and I, I'm so happy that Ramon is joining us because you have this love for music, but you also have this love for solo in the city, for the individuals out there who are looking to update their lives and recreate their love lives. And we're going to be doing that today, and we're going to be welcoming a very special guest who wrote a book called The Seven Keys to Serenity, and he's going to be joining us right after this. We're going to be joined by Serge Merzarand here on Solonicity on CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. What would I do without your smart mouth? Drawing me in and you kicking me out. You got my head spinning. No kidding, I can't pin you down. Hi everybody, Cheryl Besner, your certified love coach and your matchmaker. I want to remind everybody... Check it out online, CherylBesner.com, and sign up for my free database. Don't forget to do that. That is my way of connecting you to me, to your matches, and to other matchmakers, because that's what matchmaking is all about. It's not just about who I know. It's about who everybody else who's out there, who are matchmakers, knows, and who they're trying to fix up. But it is confidential, so don't worry about it. When you sign up on my database, your information is only for me. And if I'm going to send it out to another matchmaker, I'm going to tell you about that first. Today's show is very exciting to me because it's kind of like a love song. That's really the way I kind of look at it today. It's about how we create music in our lives, how we create music in our love lives. And today, Ramona, who's here with me in studio, Ramona, my hashtag love bug. Hi. <laughs> We've been talking with a gentleman. Um, I can't wait for you to hear who he is. He wrote The Seven Keys to Serenity, Creating Harmony Within. It's actually an International Book Awards finalist, and he's a composer, and he does so many things. He's so inspirational. He is none other than Serge Merzerand. Serge, welcome to Solo in the City. Uh, thank you, Sharon. 
Thank you, thank you, and uh, good night to your uh, to your listeners. Well, yes. thank you, Serge. I, I appreciate being on your program. It is very exciting for me. It is, and and it's very exciting for me because you know one of the things that um, I love in life, and one of the things that I play with a lot in my writing, and even when I'm working uh, with my clients uh, as coach. I love using metaphors, and that's something that you are so good at. Uh, your book is riddled with metaphors Thank about you. love and life and the music and the poetry of everything that exists. So I, I would really like to read something that I'm, I'm going to quote right from the book because you wrote this. Our language is infused with musical terms. We resonate with people and things, ideas and words strike a chord. We waltz into a room. We act in concert. We set the tone. We feel upbeat or downbeat. And indeed, albeit reluctantly, reluctantly at times, we must face the music. <laughs> oh my gosh. How how. How deeply does that resonate with you, Ramona? Um, it's, uh, I mean, being a, um, being a uh, former pianist uh, for 16 years, I can really, uh, first of all, it's a pleasure to meet you, uh, Serge, on, on, um, on air. Thank um, you. But I can relate a little bit to, um, to the meaning behind that. Um, uh, music is uh, life for me. So um, I, from the minute I get up to probably the last minute I get to bed, I... Um, I listen to music, and like I was saying earlier to Cheryl, uh, I listen to different types of music, and I really appreciate classical music. So, mm -hmm. and, and you know, uh, Ramona, it's um, it's, it's really uh, interesting because uh, a lot of people, when they uh, when we talk about my book first, uh, some of them say, "Well, you know, I am not a specialist in music," and uh, and some people say, "Oh, this is about music, a keyboard," and uh, I'm not into piano. And in fact, uh, you know, I am a little bit in their face and say, "You know what?" <laughs> Life is about music. It's not just about an instrument. We are the instruments ourselves. So it starts with our vocabulary, as uh, Cheryl just pointed out and read uh, an extract from my book. But uh, everything is about music. Our cells dance to certain rhythms, and, and it's all about this... Uh, very subtle music, uh, particularly that, that plays within us and around us, and that will help us uh, create um, ultimately harmony and, um, and ultimately happiness in life. Of course. This is what it's really about. <clears throat> and, and, and when you think about it, we talk about, you know, we're all marching to the beat of our own drummer. I mean, that's a, a common phrase people are yeah. using now, or our heart beat. So this really does come to fruition when we think about the keys and the ones we play. And in your book, you refer to the seven keys to serenity and serenity being freedom and happiness, um, as you put it. So your seven keys, and it's interesting because I wrote a blog as well about the ABCs of dating and yours is really about the ABCs of serenity because you do... A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And yes. those are your seven keys, which are also the musical notes. Yes, those are, those are in fact, the seven, uh, the seven notes or keys that uh, are uh, 
making the essence of music with, of course, a number of, of variations in sharps and flats and chords and octaves. But basically, it is the seven keys. And so I, I was pretty excited to, uh, to, to use this and uh, use it as a structure for my book. And then, um, if you will, I transpose them uh, into... Uh, into key words that allow us to create that same kind of harmony uh, that there is in music and create that in our lives. Yes. We are talking with Serge about the harmony of our love lives and his book, The Seven Keys to Serenity, here on Solo in the City. And one of the things um, that I learned lately um, was about the frequency of love, which is the 528 hertz. Can you, you want to talk about that a little bit for our listeners? Oh, I, uh, well, I am a little bit familiar with that. Uh, but uh, I, yes, I, I, I'd love to expand on the word frequency because uh, this is what it's all about. So when, when we as human beings, uh, as, as everything else, as I said before, are, are made of music, and when I say music, it is in fact um, vibrations and amplitudes and waves and frequencies. And uh, if we uh, if we are not on the same frequency as somebody else, uh, <laughs> uh, know, there's a cacophony there rather than a symphony, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So this is what I think, and, and not just in personal relationships. But this, you know, this is very true of of any kind of relationship with uh, w- whether you are in a corporation, in the workplace, or with friends, or 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 not just with human beings, with, uh, with animals, with nature. So you have to be on that same frequency. In the book, I, I, I use that uh, metaphor of, of, of um, uh, tuning into a radio station, on, you know, old radios on that knob. Right. When, you, when you are not precisely on that frequency, uh, Cheryl, uh, you, you, you hear noise and static, and so it takes a, a precise tuning, and it's exactly what it is with, uh, with, with human beings. For and, sure. and with relationships, you have to keep turning that dial, because sometimes, you know, you go in and out of uh-huh. different zones, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and that's like a relationship, and, and that's what I would like you to think about, is that, you know, your relationships that are out there, just that little dial turn, when you start to hear that buzz, can put you right back onto the mark and, and, and set that relationship back in the right direction. So don't be afraid to play with that dial. One of the things, um, by the way, if anybody's interested, um, we're going to play some of Serge's music afterwards. But if you want also, you can go to 528 hertz the, or the frequency of love on your computer and you can hear different frequencies. And you know what? They're all very soothing. They, they, they tend to bring you into a relaxed mode such as your music, Serge. And one of, the, one of the things and one of the quotes that I had read a while ago about the 528 um, frequency of love was that, and, and you have a similar thing in your book where, you, where we talk about music is the universal language, love is the universal healer, and water is the universal solvent. And you talk about that in your yeah. book. Yeah. 
Yeah, there is a there is a, a connection. Uh, you know, we have to understand that everything is connected and interconnected, and uh, water especially. I mean, I am, as you saw in my book, I uh, I spend a lot of time on water in the ocean and mm-hmm. rivers and uh, fishing, fly fishing, and uh, I'm right now I live on a river. And, uh, <clears throat> and we're gonna I, I, and we're I, gonna I, talk about that actually. Okay. okay, and and we're also going to talk about your ABCs. Coming up right after this here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl, your coach, and you know what? If you love your life, your love life will happen. We talk about this all the time here on Solo in the City. Don't forget, I have a 1-800 number, 844-744-SOLO, for any of your dating advice needs. I'm there for you. And today, I'm here for you also right here in studio with the author of Seven Keys to Serenity, Serge Mezrand, and as well, your love bug and my love partner in crime here at Solo in the City, Ramona. So Serge, we're talking about the different elements of your book and the keys to serenity. And your seven keys are the seven keys on a musical board. And you've divided them up. Accordingly, So let's start with A, which was your awareness, the art of listening to our inner music. Let's talk about that. Exactly. That is probably the most important key. Uh, one that uh, is connected and is so-called, I mean, the common denominator of, of, of all the other keys. Uh, so awareness is it's also called, uh, you know, simply paying attention uh, it's vigilance, it's uh, mindfulness, but uh, it is not just a thing of the mind, it is also a thing of the heart and of the soul, and uh, it is about a certain kind of intuition. And I, I like to, to call it the art of listening because it is, um, as, as, as you know, my book is a metaphor, musical mm-hmm. metaphor, right. and uh, I look at ourselves as the conductors and the composers and conductors especially of, of an orchestra, our personal orchestra. So when you look at, the, at that conductor, uh, he's you're intently listening to his orchestra, and this is what we should normally do uh, we do not do it most of us because we are caught up in that uh, autopilot mode uh, you know all the distractions that are tempting us and so I think this is the first thing that we have to uh, work on in our lives <clears throat> and um, it of course it is essential to 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 everything to to our health to to our relationships to our emotions uh, but when it comes to, emo- to to relationships, particularly, I think this is something very important. Because, oh, a hundred percent. Because you know, yeah. Well, we taught you. You know, you talk about the art of listening, and yeah. I, I'm sure because I see this all the time with the people I work with, the communication isn't clear because they're they're so busy thinking and being in their own head, they're not listening 
to the other person and hearing what they're saying. They're not paying attention to the person on the other side of the table or the telephone. Yeah. And I know that Ramona and I, you and I have discussed yes. that a lot, right? Well, actually, it's it's funny because a couple of weeks ago, Cheryl had, um, uh, she did this talk um, and uh, it was the art of, uh, it was love and success and listening. So listening is really important, actually, in relationships because a lot of people, it's a big part of the communication is to listen to, to be able to yeah. listen to the other person. Yeah. And, um, and because uh, a lot of their music, uh, what they think, their emotions uh, are so subtle, it's easy to miss it. Right? Yes. And yeah. so we have to, uh, instead of uh, going through the uh, stumping through the China store of, of life, we, we, we have to, to, to become, uh, uh, you know, multi-sensory beings and we have to learn to, to kiss the earth with our feet, as a famous monk said. That's and, right. And, and, this is not, and this is true for ourselves and for other people, you know. So, I mean, the two are very important. Uh, uh, listening to our own music, uh, which most of the time we do not do, we ignore it, we repress it. And uh, that, of course, is um, a uh, big uh, cause for uh, failure in, um, in relationships. Well, we, did, uh, we actually did an exercise at this event that Ramona was talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, the exercise was putting two people face to face and having one person talk and talk about their passion and just keep talking for like two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. And the other person just looking around the room, not really paying attention. <laughs> and, and we asked them at the end how it felt. And Ramona, how did it feel to have that happen? Well, you know, when you don't have somebody listening to you, you feel... You know, it's it's not really the nicest feeling, right? So, yeah. Um, and, and then we we turned it on exactly. to the other person. They did the same thing, and then they had to meet a new person in the room, and actually listen. And everybody at the end of the first two, everybody was laughing because they realized That's that true. right. Everybody yeah. was laughing, yeah. but at the end of the third, when the partner talked to the other person, and the other person actually listened, and they mm. were both engaged. It went from everybody laughing to everybody smiling. Yeah, yeah. The right. whole room lit up, and everybody just had this sigh of relief in the room. It was a great exercise. It's an yeah. exercise that I, I love doing at Fantastic. workshops. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. The only thing I wanted to say is that for me, the, um, the keys um, the, to, you know, the, the seven keys that you're talking about, I mean, for me, that's like the foundation of music, right? Like also foundation of a relationship where you build everything on on that, you know. So it's you know it's to have a balance between like your heart, your mind, and your soul. Um, and um, I think just like in music, like just those keys, that's where you build everything on that, right? You yeah. you reach a crescendo. Exactly. How do you, how do you crescendo. pronounce it? Crescendo. crescendo <laughs> yeah. You just Thank build you. music on it, right? So that's like really the basic, and I think it's the same thing in relationships when you have like a foundation to build on, and there's a lot well, of elements. Well, I, 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 you see, I, I think I mentioned this before. I, uh, being a pianist, I like to, uh, and you can probably relate to that very well, Ramona. It's you know when you play with two hands, and in the case of a relationship between man and wife or man and man, whatever it is, so 
uh, it is so important that uh, those two hands uh, play in synchronicity and are, you know, they are interconnected uh, uh, intuitionally. One plays the melody, the other the accompaniment, and vice versa. It's not always one hand that does all the, the certain type of work, as they, they both do all kinds of different work. So it is about uh, this. Uh, uh, complementation, this this balanced combination, which is uh, in fact the, the the definition of of harmony. When you look at harmony, yes. that's a balanced combination and, of and, notes. And all these words that we're talking about within mm-hmm. music and the harmony and the balance, they align themselves one hundred percent. Oh yeah, with relationships. So I want to talk about B here because B also is about belief, and uh, one of the things that um, I loved in, in this section was there was a quote from the Persian poet Rumi, and you, you wrote, Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. And, <laughs> yes, and I, love that. I love that because yes. that's where the relationship has to meet. It yes. has to meet in a field where there is no right or yeah. wrong, yeah. that you're there and you're exploring the grass and the trees and the, and the sunlight or the rain, whatever is out in that field with you, and you're exploring it together. And you're open. And you're, you're, you're open. open and accepting, you know, uh, other other views, other other emotions, and uh, that's where, where awareness comes in again. Because you 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 become aware of of, of uh, somebody being different, and 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 you you are also accepting to to meet that person in that field, and uh, that's that's and that does not apply just to relationships, but to, oh. to, to life. I mean, this is so fundamentally essential. I agree with you. You know, And that's when you get to pick the flowers, right? And you make these beautiful bouquets out in that field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I mean, this actually is a field, a field of energy. And right. uh, it could also be seen as a field of energy where those different energies uh, come into play. And... Uh, either creates a, a resonance, and I'm using the term again, or dissonance. And it's so easy to uh, to slide from one into the other. So again, awareness and paying attention and uh, on a daily basis because things can slide out of tune very, and, very easily. And that energy is part of your keys as well. And one of the other ones we're going to discuss right here on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I woke up with a fear this morning But I can taste you on the tip of my tongue Alarm without no warning You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner On News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 I'm Cheryl, your love coach and matchmaker here on Solo in the City. And tonight we are talking about the seven keys to serenity. And the keys are A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And they also apply to our relationship. And we've been really pulling it all together to make our own symphony here tonight on Solo in the City with the help of Ramona, the Solo in the City love bug, as well as with Serge Merzerand. He is the author of the seven keys to serenity, creating harmony within. And that's exactly where I want to start this part, Serge, is 
with the C, the third key, which is creativity and how, you know, the creativity can really spur us on and take us forward to create our own freedom and our own serenity. So talk to us about that. Yeah, creativity is not just uh, a um, uh, artistic, uh, although we all all have that seed in us. Uh, but I think where it becomes really uh, very exciting uh, is when we look at ourselves as creators and and we recreate, recreate and recreate ourselves, and we become, uh, you know, uh, familiar and uh, comfortable with change and transformation, which, which is very important. And, and in relationship, of, of course, we cannot, we cannot stay always the same. We have to take into account the change that happens in ourselves and the other person, and uh, and uh, and work with it and and find a new equilibrium. So, uh, creativity. Is is about renewal and uh, and freshness and change and not not falling into uh, into habits, which which I think you will agree with me is is the number one killer yeah. of, of relationships. Right? Actually, I love I love one of the quotes in the book um, in your C section where you wrote, "By nature, you are the composer and co-creator of your life." Exactly. And, and and I'm going to bring it back to my ABCs and the C's, you know, within what I work with with my clients. Yeah. One of them is when it comes to the dating world is having the communication, which we discussed earlier, which is creating the love life that you want for yourself and for your couple, for having the the um, the chemistry and have it be a natural flow to the chemistry between two people. And I, I and Ramona, we always talk about the fact that I truly believe that we are all masters or conductors, as you say, to our love lives, that we can create whatever love life we want for ourselves. And it should be our own masterpiece. It shouldn't be something that anybody else dictates what notes should go into our into our music, yeah, yeah absolutely, and uh, and uh, but that that also uh, takes a certain vision and an idea of what we of who we are and, and 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 what we really want. A lot of people come into relationships not knowing anything about where mm. they want to go. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, a hundred percent. And then, and that that creates, of course, a uh, you know some surprises which can be worked on or not. Most of the time, they are not, and that creates major distances and and toxicity and. And stuff like that, which we see, you know, quite a bit around us. So, yeah, I, I appreciate, I, I absolutely uh, agree with you entirely on this thing. It's, uh, it's about resonance and 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 and, and affinity, and you know that those are very important words. And and finding and finding that, and then sometimes it doesn't happen. And and then we have to 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 come to the conclusion that it just doesn't work because uh, when there is no affinity, um, there is no affinity. <laughs> and and sometimes <laughs> you, you well, I do, and I and I think if we're going to use the musical thing, is that sometimes, for instance, somebody likes to play the piano and somebody else just can't pick it up. So you know what? It doesn't mean don't play music. No, it no. means try the guitar. 
You know,、mm. I I love to hit the drums, so I'm、yeah. a drummer. You know, <laughs> and and I like I like the beat of a drum. I I when I hear drum in music. I can dance more to that. That's that's my release to it. You're looking at me, Ramona. She's sitting there with these big、oh, doe eyes in the totally stu studio. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, for me, playing the piano, like for so many years, I would just get lost in my,、uh, not lost in a bad way, but it would just take me to another place, and just that that was my way of releasing stress and releasing sometimes like all my emotions, you know, because music is like such a music is、um, just. It's tied to so many emotions. When you're sad, when you're angry, stressed, whatever. So it's it's really it's a、uh, catalyst. It is. A catalyst, it is. It is. And it's also the time when when you get to that that place. That's your meditation, yeah, and that's、exactly. when to look inward. That's when you're in that calm moment where you can see clarity into、mm -hmm. who you are,、mm -hmm. where you want to be, where you want to go, and that's. The time to start really making decisions for yourself, and、yeah. that's exactly what you were talking about, Serge. I, I love the fact that you said a lot of people don't know what they want, and that's what we need to do before we can get into a relationship. We have to take the time to learn, you know, what what makes us. Yeah, compose compose your score,、uh, and then when you know what your score is going to be, you know, conduct it appropriately, and、uh, make sure that、uh, you know you you play that music that that you have composed. <laughs> so it is unbelievable how how it applies to life. This this metaphor is 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 just so exciting. It, it's very exciting, <laughs> and and you you did touch on. I'm going to jump to E, which is the energy, and we we mentioned that in the earlier segment. You know, just a little bit, and、yeah. also I want to say the flow. You know, so finding your energy and allowing it to flow. That F key. Is yeah, very that flow, important. That flow doesn't happen just like that. So that、no. has to be worked on. It and, does.、Uh, you know, I compare it talking about metaphor. I, I talk about the river and the how the river flows, and and, and, I, and actually I talk about、uh, an animal that is called a beaver. That, that, and that beaver、us. is something that people can read about in your book <laughs> because <laughs> there is so much information. Serge, I want to thank you so much for joining us because we could go on and on and create、oh, the yes, symphony. Oh yes, we could spend hours. Yes, yes, we could. So. So people can find you on your website, correct? Yes, on my Keystone, website. Keystone to Serenity dot com,、yeah. and his book is also available on Amazon dot com. And、uh, thank you for sharing all your knowledge, Ramona. Hashtag Lovebug. Thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> It was and, a pleasure and sharing your thoughts. Thank you to Fernando for helping us create this music of love tonight. And、uh, we're going to send you off with some music from Serge. Next week, we talk about your transformational travels here. On solo in the city, on CGAD 800, and remember, in the meantime, keep it simply social because we all know it's all about the kiss.